This show's premise is being used with permission from the, the variety show. show in which it originated. Any reproduction or duplication of these ideas without the express written consent from the NFL is strictly prohibited. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In Genesis chapter 12, God tells Abram to go to Canaan, the promised land. So Abe, Sarah, and Abe's nephew, Lot, began their pilgrimage. However, Canaan was experiencing a famine at the time, so Abe decided to take the gang to Egypt for a little detour. In Egypt, Abe was afraid he would be killed because his wife Sarah was beautiful and the Egyptians were covetous. In his infinite wisdom to save himself, Abe tells Sarah to play the role of his sister, which she does and gains the attention of the pharaoh. Abe sells his wife so she can get gang-banged by uncircumcised Jew dick. God punished Abe for this deception. Abe and Sarah were banished from Egypt, however they got to keep the money. Not too dissimilar from the time Coy and Vance took over for Bo and Luke Duke. They got to keep all their money from their time on Dukes of Hazard. O oh, righteous father Doug and Rectory Anthony, where was Lot while Abe and Sarah were in Egypt? And where will our heroes travel next in Genesis chapter 13? Thank you, Tom. Yes, that summed it up nicely. All right, you ready to get going? Yes, I'm excited. Excited to find out where the story goes. Well, we'll pick up where we left off. Abraham and his nephew Lot depart Egypt, traveling to the... I got to watch this word. N- <laughs> Negev? <laughs> Negev? Yeah, Negev. <laughs> That's when a black guy takes something back. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, we're starting over. Okay. <laughs> Take two. Abram, Abram and his nephew, Lot, depart Egypt, traveling to Negev, with Ab- Abram, <sighs> Abraham being very wealthy in livestock, silver, and gold. Yeah. You be wealthy in livestock? That's weird. <laughs> Pull four cows out of your wallet. <laughs> so does that just mean he had a herd of cows behind him? Yeah. He had a herd of cows and, and all, all the riches in the world, <laughs> pieces of gold and cows. Abraham returns to Bethel between Bethel and Ai, where he had previously built an altar, and he calls upon the Lord's name. Hey. <laughs> come, come here. <laughs> like, what? It's weird. Go ahead, son. <laughs> no, God's a, What'd you need? What up, though? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> New phone. Who New did? phone. Who this? <laughs> All right. See, you, you could have role played. So, sorry. <laughs> Where, okay, so he uh, he stopped by his previously built altar, yep. and he calls upon the Lord's name. Yep. For does it say why? Just looking, looking for guidance or what? <laughs> <laughs> Just like, it says from the Negev he went from place to place <laughs> until <so> he <laughs> until, <laughs> until he came to Bethel, to the place between Bethel and Ai, 
where his tent had been earlier and where he had first built an altar. That's Genesis chapter 13, verses 3 and 4. So, wait, wait, wait. So he, he built an altar, but he lived in a tent? Why wouldn't you build a house? No, he was traveling. Oh. I don't know. I don't think this was his destination. I think oh, he just okay. stopped by and like, hey, I built that. <laughs> I remember I built this. <laughs> I wonder what, what the altars were. Like, I know we talked about that uh, previously, wondering, like, was it a church or was it a statue? Like, yeah. was it the big statue in Rio de Janeiro? <laughs> Everyone is like that. <laughs> it's one of the great mysteries of the world how they built those big ass statues and lived in tents <laughs> so I, i'm assuming they just they could just cut down a tree or use like a fallen tree and just arrange it in some shape or whatever and it's like yeah this is an altar that's all an altar is right just it doesn't have to be anything special as long as god's like sees that you're trying or something <laughs> does he certify it <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yep. What makes something an altar? What makes something alternative rock? What the fuck, Google? <laughs> no, I like that better. <laughs> okay. Altars. Okay, fuck. <laughs> like, this whole social justice bullshit has oh, went too fucking far. No. It is now interrupting our goddamn Bible study. Alters are your alternate personality. Some people oh. with... <laughs> oh. So alter is just another word for gay. <laughs> right. so, he, so he built a gay and fucking lived in a tent. Got it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so stupid. Piss me off. Okay. Uh, where were we? Okay. Abraham and Lot, both possessing large herds. That's... Their wives. <laughs> I was thinking dicks. Oh. <laughs> Find the land unable to support both of their possessions, causing strife between their herdsmen. So they had a group? They had like herd... They were the leaders and they had herdsmen? Apparently. And they just kind of held the gold? That's how all That's how all cowboys do. Like, like a cowboy is a herdsman. A ranch owner is the, the guy that bosses around the cowboys. Oh. So I didn't know that Abram and Lot were ranchers, and, they and then had, they they had cowboys. Gotcha! Wow. Okay. Huh. So there wasn't enough beans to go around for all the campfires. Got it? No, no, nobody said anything about beans or campfires. You gotta feed get your, the rope. You gotta you gotta <laughs> feed the herdsmen or whatever. No, the land was unable to support both of their possessions, their herds. Right. Beans. Nothing about beans. It's a bean-free verse. <laughs> no. What are the ranchers, what are the herdsmen eating then? Beans. <laughs> but there's not enough. Yeah, but how, the cook the cook cooks the beans. How do they how do they can the beans back then? <laughs> <laughs> do you think that the Mexican ones like, no, 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 you gotta cook these again? <laughs> <laughs> so where it originated straight from the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Move on. Abraham offers Lot a choice of the land, allowing him to choose any section, promising to take the other part to avoid strife. What a nice guy. The, the lesson here is generosity and avoidance of conflict are notable virtues in interpersonal relationships. Oh, God. 
You wouldn't know anything about that, would you? No, of course not. (laughs) Stupid. You know what? I think that you could learn something from Genesis chapter 13, verse 8. That's what I think. No, 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 no. I think you're getting this all wrong, didn't? In Genesis chapter 12, didn't Abraham, like, molest his, his nephew? And now he's giving him land? Like, don't tell nobody. Isn't that? Isn't that? <laughs> don't tell your mom. <laughs> Have a cow. <laughs> I'll let you pick the good land. No, I, I want you to, I want this verse to resonate with you. Okay. Let's not have any quarreling between you and me or between your herders and mine, for we are close co-hosts. Okay. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> my, my herders and your herders are going to get along. I, guarantee. I, don't, I don't want any strife between us. I don't either. I'm not even 100% sure what strife is. <laughs> Sounds cool, though. Lot chooses the fertile plain of Jordan near wicked Sodom, while Abram resides in Canaan. What does it say why he chose what, that one? Because obviously Lot got the choice. So why did he choose Sodom or near Sodom? Whatever. It, I would assume because it says it's fertile. Ah. He wants to have little baby cows. So then, so Abraham says, I don't want any strife. I'm going to let you pick. And Lot says, cool, I'll take the land that's fertile. You go over there and don't grow anything and die. <laughs> like, uh, well, that doesn't it, seem like a great lesson. When you avoid strife, you get shit on. That's the lesson. <laughs> you get shit land. Well, hmm, no. All right. If you, if <laughs> That's it? You're, you're not going to argue? Nothing? No, okay. no. If he would have strifed it out a little bit, they could have got each got a little bit of fertile land. You know what I mean? Well, like instead of dividing it horizontally, they could have divided it vertically, and yeah. they each got a little bit of the good stuff. Right. Yeah, but like in the, in the name of not having any strife, he, now he's going to starve his family. Molested his nephew, now he's going to starve his family. What a fucking idiot. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) After Lot's departure, God reassures Abraham, promising all the land he can see and numerous offspring. All right, well, I was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Let that be a lesson to you. This land's protected by God. I didn't know that. It's like a shitty bumper sticker. (laughs) Is that where the that fucking Lion King thing came from? All the land you can see? You see all of this land? It's yours or something. Yeah. Is, is it? Akuna Matata. There's something in there. <laughs> this Akuna Matata straight from the Bible. <laughs> so I don't I don't know. Doesn't he like look out off off of a cliff over the whole thing? So is there anything about that? Or is he just kind of like he's just Lord- laying in his bed or laying in his tent and God's like, Yeah, it'll it'll work out, don't worry. The Lord said to Abraham, after Lot had parted from him, look around from where you are to the north and south to the east and west. Yeah, so maybe you're right. Maybe that is where that fucking came from. God instructs Abraham to walk through the land, signifying a kind of claim or assurance of the promise. Just just walk around, dude. It'll be cool. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? A a claim or of assurance just by walking around? Oh, go okay. The Bible says, "Go walk through the length and the breadth of the land, for I am giving it to you." Oh, okay. Is he a fucking realtor? Who? Who? It's not his to give away. He gave it to us. Right. Yeah. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. So Abraham said, "Hey, Lot, pick what you want." Lot picks his whatever, and then God says, "Okay, now that you guys made a deal, 
I'm going to give you the rest. Like, wait, wait a minute. We made the deal. God had nothing to do with this. God steps in at the last minute to take all the credit. No. So maybe that's like, maybe the moral of the story is if given a choice, don't be greedy. Uh And then God will give you everything else. Like maybe that's where I went wrong. But isn't that like a, a form of greed? No, not if you not if you made that decision. It only works once. Like after they documented it in the Bible, then you're playing the odds that, that you know God's going to come and give you everything else. Right. That's what I mean. Like so, if you if you say, "Hey, Anthony, you want ten dollars," and I say no, expecting that God's going to give me twenty, like that's greedy, right? I should just take the ten from you. Okay, but if you say yes, then that's Jewish. So you're either going to be Jewish or greedy. <laughs> Half a dozen of one, six of the other. <laughs> Abraham relocates his tent to the great trees of Mambre at Hebron. That's over on 43rd and Broadway. <laughs> Not on Martin Luther King Boulevard. <laughs> where he constructs another altar to the Lord. Oh, these altars. Do they ever sacrifice anybody on these altars? <laughs> I. Okay, so... A little peek behind the curtain to the listeners. Uh-huh. Um, for the first ten ep- the first ten episodes or ten chapters of this, uh-huh. oh, Anthony and I thought we were reading from the New Testament. <laughs> <laughs> That's how stupid we are. It wasn't until very recently we learned we were reading from the Old Testament. But I do know that one of the main differences between the Old Testament and the New Testament is the Old Testament you had to sacrifice animals. Oh. And then the New Testament that God sent Jesus down as the sac- the ultimate sacrifice. So, yeah, we're going to get into some sacrifices. So wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So did the Old Testament and the New Testament supposedly happen at the same time? No, no, it's like a 150 billion years apart or something. Oh. So back in the old days, they sacrificed animals and then... Okay, here here's what I think. Okay. And we're going to learn this, right, okay. at, at some point. But yeah. that's what we should have done is made a prediction at the beginning of the first episode, like how we think the story's going to end. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, I have no idea. <laughs> how would I know any of this? But I, I, the way that I understand it, so the Old Testament was, that was the will of God, so to speak. Okay. The word of God, whatever. Yeah. And then... He called like a mulligan and <laughs> threw his kid down here. And then uh-huh. that kind of rewrote the rules. Oh. So, so that's, that's why you have to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and savior in order to go to heaven. You have to accept the fact that he died for your sins. He okay. said he, he, he sacrificed himself to die so he could go sit by himself after he died for your sins. Got it? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so he sacrificed himself. So he is God and yes. he is Jesus. Amen. It's, it's one, <laughs> it's one person. We're back to this again. <laughs> How many yeah. Marys were there? <laughs> no. So the, the Holy Trinity is the father, the son and the Holy spirit or the okay. Holy ghost. Okay. Okay. The father and the son, that's God and Jesus. Yep. And then Casper. The ghost. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why couldn't it be Beetlejuice? That'd be so much funner. <laughs> okay. Where were we? I'm so confused. 
Oh, hold on. Well, what are you confused about? Maybe I can help. I doubt it, but. <laughs> so, okay. I'm still confused about. So God sacrificed his son, who yes. is also himself. Yes. And who, and the Holy Ghost is Jesus after he died or something? Holy Ghost. I don't know. I don't know. He, he doesn't get a lot of publicity. Oh. <laughs> he needs he needs a new agent. Okay, I'll look. I'm fine. I I, I thought I, this is all just so confusing. Maybe it's because I'm stupid. <clears throat> okay. Oh, this is long. Uh-huh. The Holy Spirit or Holy Ghost is believed to be the third person of the Trinity, a triune God manifested as God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, each being. God, non-Trinitarian Christians who reject the doctrine of the Trinity differ significantly from mainstream Christianity in their beliefs about the Holy Spirit. In Christian theology, pneumatology is the study... Like Randy Newman? (laughs) We're going with Randy Newman. (laughs) The father, the son, and the salad dressing guy. (laughs) Randy Newman started pneumatology or whatever. Okay. 100% 100% of profits. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Abraham, despite giving Lot the choice, retains his faith and trust in God's provision. Retains his faith and trust in God's provision. And God reaffirms his promise of land and descendants. Got it. So he, he gave up the good land and God rewarded him. Yes. All the land that you see, I will give to you and your offspring forever. Oh, wait a minute. Does it say where that is? And does he still own it? <laughs> I bet his taxes are outrageous. <laughs> there's, uh, there's plot inconsistencies here. <laughs> <laughs> Lot's choice, while initially seeming prosperous, is positioned near moral depravity, hinting at future challenges. Choices grounded in, in immediate or visible gain can bring unexpected challenges. So to your point, uh-huh. he was greedy, so now he's getting public, uh, punished. By, he's getting punished by all the moral depravity around him. I yeah. think I feel the same way. <laughs> the actual text is, Now the people of Sodom were wicked and were sinning greatly against the Lord. Uh-huh. That means there was a lot of butt-fucking going on. Right. And this guy just wanted to raise his cows in peace. Right outside the city. Free from butt fucking. Free free from free from all the butt sex. Okay, so does does is sodomy a derivative or derived from Sodom? I think so, yes. I'm glad he I'm glad he didn't give him like Chattahoochee or something. <laughs> Okay, the term sodomy comes from the Latin phrase peccatum, sodomadicum, 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 the sin of Sodom, and frequently meant anal sex between men, referencing the story of Sodom and Gomorrah in Genesis 19. Oh, we're almost to the good stuff. We're almost to the butt fucking. <laughs> However, the term sodomy has also been used in laws criminalizing any kind of sexual contact 
that is seen as na- unnatural. Huh. I thought sodomy so, always meant butt-fucking. So did I. So that means that, like, according to, like, the Catholics or whatever, if you have sex with your wife and you pull out, that's sodomy, right? Because that's unnatural. Sex is for procreation. Hmm. I don't like that. <laughs> huh. I, I, I I'm fascinated. Was, I thought there was a connection between sodomy and butt sex. No, it said there there was. No, 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 like all the time. I thought like they were interchangeable. Like you could just use sodomy whenever you wanted to say butt sex. No, gay, I, gay butt sex. <laughs> no, because I I I know like on crime documentaries and shit, guys are charged with sodomy for having sex with a woman, but I thought that that just meant they butt fucked them. I didn't know that it could mean that they just pulled out. Like <laughs> <laughs> Came on the floor and wasted his seed. <laughs> Sodomite. <laughs> okay, I'm. So, what made Sodom so wicked and worthy of destruction? The standard answer has been sexual immorality, specifically homosexuality. Sodom was destroyed because they sought sex with Lot's two male guests. The people of Sodom called. I think. I think this is a spoiler alert. I think yeah, we're ahead. Yeah, we bought, we better we better back that up. I don't want to ruin this for anybody, just in case they don't know what happens. <laughs> Somebody's going to drop some seed on the floor. 